This is 15 Minutes to Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Nidell, and today's episode is Go. So in today's episode, I'm coming on the backside of probably the most influential and meaningful four days of my life. I had the opportunity to go out to to California, out to Laguna Beach, and spend a week with the guys from Wake Up Warrior. And these guys from Wake Up Warrior think differently. They act differently. They have a different fire and a different passion inside of them. It's something that is is palpable. You know, it's something that is is magnetizing. It's something that I know I wanted inside of me. And I, I've been around these men for the better part of a year now. And I've read the books and, and went to seminars. And I know now it sounds like a, a Tony Robbins pitch fest. But it's not. This is this is more of a way of life. This is something that becomes actionable and and has meaning and has impact. Without divulging all the things that go on in a warrior week where it's, you know, at, at the top level, for those of you who don't know, it's a 14-man experience where literally for four days straight, you're put through various physical challenges that would probably in some ways represent Navy SEAL training. And that's that's not to water down what a Navy SEAL does. We're no, by no means elite athletes, but we're we're physically and mentally pushed to our limits in an effort to break down the limiting factors that that really hold us back. That's anything from physical challenges to you know exhaustion to lack of food, some different things that way. But there's always every part of this evolution we call it has a meaning. You know everything that we do was meaningful and thoughtful. None of it was just happenstance. You know it was all there for a purpose. And in that purpose, you know I was able to be granted gifts. You know, there's these things that I didn't know that I needed when I went out. I would say when I went out to Laguna Beach, I would say I was confused. I was lost. There was a lot of noise in my head. I was I was cluttered. You know, I didn't feel like I had any purpose, any real passion. It was more of just something, you know, I know I needed to go. There was a higher force pulling me. And admittedly, that higher force was, in, in my opinion, miles. You know, the passing of my best friend now, gosh, a little bit more than a month and a half ago, has opened me up to now what I'll say is a gift. But at the time, I would have said it was a curse. So I go out there and don't really know what to expect. I've known quite a few men that have been through this experience, and it's pretty tight-lipped. You know, we don't know the intricate details, and that's done by design. And it's you know almost like Fight Club. You know, the first rule of Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club, and it's it's much the same inside of Wake Up Warrior. You know, other than the books and what you can find online, the true Warrior Week experiences is left on the sideline, and that's done so because you can't really verbalize everything that happened. But through the events of the last, you know, last week, it was Tuesday through Friday of last week, late into the evening, gosh, almost two o'clock in the morning, really Saturday morning, before we buttoned up for, for the experiences as, as a whole. And we, we started with 14 men, we only graduated with 12. So two men didn't quite have what it, you know, what was required of them to make it through to the finish line. And not because they're weak men, just they didn't want the same things that the rest of us wanted. We were all searching for something and our whys were bigger than, than the, I'll say the misery admittedly that we were put through. And so... I'm coming on the backside of this experience. I'm coming out, out the light. You know, I'm, I'm walking through the doorway, and it's just the world is just full of light right now. And I understand now more than ever why I'm doing what I'm doing right now, why I'm podcasting, why I'm putting out content. I would have said if you had asked me, and I, I think in even some of the previous 15 or 16 podcasts, I said, I'm doing this. I'm not really sure why. It was a means of self-accountability. And don't get me wrong. There's a certain piece of that that's true. You know, That accountability by committing to have a podcast out every day forces me to make sure that I meditate in the morning, then forces me to make sure that I journal, then forces me to make sure that I share it. So it's it's forced accountability, but admittedly, I'm not wired in a way that I really need that. You know, I'm when I say I'm gonna do something, I do it and unless there's a catastrophic event or or something that's, you know, way outside of my control, I try to have my word be my bond and what I say I'll do. 
It hasn't always been that way. Of course, as I've shared with you, you know, you look back in my 20s and it was almost the exact opposite. If, I, if my mouth was moving, I was probably lying and there was no fucking chance I was going to do anything I said I was going to do. But that was my 20s and this is my 30s and I'm just a much different man now. So now, is, again, I'm, I'm in this new week. I'm in this new mindset and I've got to experience all these new things. These new things are powerful. Like I understand now what this is all for. This is all for because I want to lead men. I want to lead people. I want to have an, a meaningful impact. I told the guys in the office today, the thing that brings me the most pleasure in the world isn't money. And I say that it's not that I'm philanthropic. It's not that I'm Mother Teresa. Like, sure, I want money. I want Rolls Royce and a new house and a Lamborghini. I mean, there's things that I want, but that's not the motivating factor of what brings me to true joy and peace. That joy and peace comes from generally seeing people get better every day. Now, there's a guy in the office that is in the process of, you know, potentially expanding his horizons and stepping into more of a fitness training aspect, doing some things that are going to push his boundaries. And the fact of having him come to me and at least bounce ideas off me and maybe apply them, maybe not, but just see that the light bulbs are going off in his head as we're, we're having discussions about different ways he can go forward. That matters to me. That matters to me more than whatever dollars I could make throughout this week. Like that shit really fucking matters. So I understand now that I have to go. Like I have to go and create. I have to go and lead men. And we can call it a revolution. We can call it, you know, an awakening. Call it whatever you want to. And of course, I believe in the in the warrior way. So for me to say, look, I know I want to become a certified wake up warrior trainer is exactly true. You know, that's exactly something that I plan on doing. And I plan on doing that because this is the these are the things that. I've the action items that I put in place to make my life better. So if I've learned them from somebody else, I mean, I learned them from, you know, Coach Sam and, and Garrett White and a bunch of other guys. If I've learned them, I feel like it's my it's my duty to share them. You know, they're not my own ideas. I'd love to become a certified trainer to help share these ideas and make them my own. Take the the core competencies that make Wake Up Warrior something and turn it into something that's my own, but powered by Wake Up Warrior. So I can't stop myself anymore. That you know. So much of what we did last week was getting out of our head and into our heart. And when we started the week, I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, that sounds so cheesy to me, right? Like, as I'm saying this and you're listening to this, like, what in the world does it mean to get out of your head and into your heart? Well, you look at how many cerebral decisions we make every day. What to do, what to eat, like just everything we do and on some level is cerebral. But when you're in the quiet you know, place and space of your own mind, it's almost that your, your mind's not running the show anymore. Call it God, call it intuition, call it a higher power, call it whatever you want to, but something is streaming through you, the ultimate choices that you want to make. So I can't stop the heart from pulling me forward anymore because that's where I'm in my best version of myself, which I'm in control of every day. Like I know there's destined, there's greatness destined for me, but I've been holding myself back. No one else has been. Like no one else is coming to save me. No one else is responsible for my happiness. No one else is responsible for my, for my success. I'm responsible for my success. But in that responsibility, I have to then take responsibility that I've been playing small. Like I've been holding myself back. I haven't been knocking the ball out of the park every day. I haven't been living in the moment and every day like I should be. It's not, it's not hard to live in the now. It's only hard to live in the now if you make it hard. Like every minute I can choose, just as you can choose, to live in the fullest extent of that individual moment. I can be all in if I'm having a conversation on the phone. I can be all in right now sharing with you on a podcast. You know, I can be all in where I'm driving home and just truly be grateful and present in the moment where it just makes me feel better. 
So as I, as I look backwards, it's, it's amazing to see the limiting behavior that I had for so long and that it's just, it shed. In a four-day period, it shed. Now, granted, old habits die hard and they're easy to come back and society wants to slow you down, but I don't let fucking society dictate much of anything anymore. I don't watch the news other than posting stuff on, on social media to in, admittedly increase following and make sure that I'm engaging with more people. I don't really pay much attention to what's going on on Facebook or, or Instagram. It's all self-serving. And that's okay. Like, it's supposed to be self-serving. If that's what I'm using it for, if that's the highest and best use of my time in the moment, then I have to be okay with it being self-serving. Because I, I know now that I'm ready to receive the abundance and greatness that I'm also ultimately destined for. No different than, as I'm saying that, I feel that you're destined for greatness as well. It's just, are you shutting it off or are you allowing it to come in? Because society tells us you have to be a cog in a machine. You know, your friends tell you, you know, don't think outside the box. You start in school and, and you're told, you know, stand in line. Like nobody wants to buck the system, but the system's broken. Like the system is what's led men over years and years to just become sedated. To, you know, look at porn, to, to drink, to cheat on their wives, to use drugs. Like the list is long of, of things that we do to sedate ourselves because we're not ultimately happy. What makes us not happy? And of course, money or our wives. or No, bullshit. What doesn't make you happy is the view you have of yourself. Like that's where the happiness stops. It's because you're not happy with the stories you're telling yourself. But those stories are all things you're choosing to tell and accept. Like I can choose to say that Miles passed away and it's the worst thing that ever happened to me. And sure, in some capacity that's true. But when I can put a different frame on that, and I can look at it from the aspect of Miles passing led Coach Sam to call me and bring me to Wake Up Warrior. And then from him pushing me and then being there in that experience that I had uh, an experience that puts me more in touch with God where I can actually hear him speaking to me for the first time in I can't even tell you how long. And then knowing the gift that that's miles through him to me, if that's why I choose to look at that situation, then no longer is miles passing a curse. It's a blessing because without that, it, it wouldn't have worked. You know, for years I I'd had this story in my, in my head. I talked myself off a ledge telling myself over and over again, lies of like, I'm just not good enough. I'm not going to be enough. I'm not smart enough. I don't have the skill set to, to be great in business or to propel people to new heights. But that's all lies. Like those stories got to die last week. Those stories were choices that got to go away last week on the beaches and mountains of Laguna Beach. Like that, those were things that I can control just so I can control them right now. And they died in a massive fury with myself and 11 other men soaked in blood, sweat, and tears. Like we bonded together as a group and as a unit. But that's what it was supposed to be. You know, there's supposed to be those 11 of us. At 12, including myself. I mean, I look at it sincerely. There's no, no coincidences in life. You're listening to this podcast because of some reason. Sure, maybe it's you know me, or maybe you're intrigued about a picture, some sort of social media post, or maybe it's the fact that when you remove yourself from the mental aspects of why you're really here, look at it. Why are you listening to this podcast? There's just not a coincidence. Everything happens for a reason. You know, when I look at it, if I look at, at Miles, you know, his untimely passing, like I said before, it wasn't. I had looked at it as it was a sacrifice that like, he sacrificed. Like, he, 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 he killed himself or, or not really killed himself, but overdose based off the fact of, you know, how he was feeling in the moment. But if I, if I change that and now I look at it as it's a gift and that maybe that somehow deep inside of him or, or inside of God or whoever it would be that they knew that his passing would propel me to something greater. And that was his greatest gift to me was having that happen. It has to push me to a new height. It's, it ends up being a gift that shows me that I'm destined for greatness and that I'm supposed to lead men to see a higher version of themselves. 
Maybe it's not men, maybe it's families, maybe it's children, but I know I'm supposed to lead, I'm supposed to help, I'm supposed to do more than I've been doing. You know, I have a power and a focus inside of me that very few people that I've seen have. And sure, as you're listening, fuck, it's ego, egotistical, it's egomaniacal, right? Like, I'm now confident. No, it's just I feel like you're probably weak. Like, you have things inside of you that are great. Maybe, maybe you're great at working on an automobile. Maybe that's your true blessing. Maybe that's your passion. But you're afraid to be a mechanic for a living because of what society will say to you. Why the fuck doesn't matter what society says? What matters is what makes you happy. Like, I know that I have power and focus and greatness inside of me. Like I can own that now. Like I feel it beaming through my body every day when I start my day. So I can own it. I got to experience this life-changing and challenging growth event last week with 11 other men. I mean, the lessons that were learned and the bonds that were created of personal growth inside of me during that four-day period is beyond words. Like I'm trying to articulate it so you can understand it. And maybe you can hear it in my voice now versus some of the old podcasts. But at the end of the day, like I feel like a different person. I mean, just like so much in life, all that matters on a day-over-day basis is what you do with new information, what you do with new power you're given. Like if you read a book and you don't do anything with the book, you have no practical application of what's went on inside the book, what's the point of reading it? It didn't get you anywhere. It didn't do anything for you. All this is more useless information. You know, you have to take the nuggets of wisdom that you're learning in different places in life and apply them on an everyday basis. You must go with it. You must take this stuff and go create. You must expand. You know, we've been sedated over and over again to stop creating, stop being a creator. Well, the ultimate creator in God or whatever you believe in, he is in all of us. You know, there is something inside of all of us that's divine. There's divinity here. So if you think about it, sitting dormant will literally kill you. Like as you time out an age and you're unable to move around, that lack of mobility ultimately shuts down every side, everything inside your body and you ultimately pass away. You die. You know, sitting dormant literally kills you. It'll stifle all the growth you have inside of you. It certainly has to me in the past. Not physically killed me, but killed me in my spirit. You know, come to the office, clock in, do the, do the things I'm supposed to do every day and go home. It's just so sedated, so boring, so dead inside. But now it, that doesn't exist anymore. Like I'm going There's no more stagnation. There's just acceleration. There's just growth, just big moves made on a big stage. You know, the place where the big boys hang out, the things that make most people uncomfortable, the things that I'm now running towards, no different than you could run towards them. Like it's the choice in your head. Like there's, there doesn't have to be any more small talk. There doesn't have to be any more chit chat. You can just go do the fucking work every day. And it starts with your, you know, your friends and your social circle and, and the things you're doing for a living. You have to audit that stuff. I mean, you know, you look at a Gary Vaynerchuk that says you're the, you know, the sum total of the five people you hang around the most. Or maybe go back to Napoleon Hill or whoever it was that coined that phrase originally. Don't get me wrong. I think there's truth in that. But what happens when those people that you're hanging out with are people that hold you back? Like, and you come back as a new man, you come back through from some new experience and you want to change the world. And the first thing they do is tell you like, oh, that's all bullshit. That's not going to work. You can't actually do that. Oh, you, you cried on a mountain with some other guys. That sounds like some crazy shit. And all they want to do is smack you down and say, like, that was ridiculous. But they weren't there. Why do you give them any power? Like, their opinion shouldn't matter. If that's the opinion they want to hold, more power to them. But how do they now have room to rent in your life? You have to stop that. Because if you don't stop that, I don't see how it's physically possible for you to get ahead every day. And at the end of the day, most days... I think if you're listening to this, you're probably most concerned with becoming a better person than you were the day before, about putting one foot in front of the other, taking a step towards your goal, whatever that goal is. 
So as a, a means and methodology of doing that, you have to remember that every day, no matter what goes on, you have to just get shit done. Hey guys, Ryan here. Thanks for joining me today. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please head over to iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you consume audio and subscribe to 15 Minutes to Freedom. If this brought you value, please do me a favor and drop me a five-star rating. Then share this podcast with someone who needs to hear it. For additional content, head over to ryannidell.com. That's R-Y-A-N-N-I-D-D-E-L.com.